So whatever happened to the Chinese tech billionaire that disappeared years ago? Stay tuned and we'll tell you. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. You can get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at blueberry.com. That's like a blueberry without the E's. So it's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. This is Into Tomorrow for the weekend of December 2nd, 2022. We hope you had a terrific Thanksgiving weekend last week. Did you gobble until you wobbled? I'm still wobbling. You are still You wobble even without it being Thanksgiving. But we're glad that everybody has tuned in. And we're coming to you from the Dexcom G6 studios. Always know where your glucose is headed and how fast. Be sure to visit them at Dexcom.com. That's D-E-X-C-O-M. Com. Bunch of new calls, questions, comments, help for other listeners, maybe some tech rage, you never know. But we've got some tech news and commentary before we get to your calls and some terrific prizes, as we always have. But this week and the next couple of weeks in particular, you don't want to miss participating because we got some cool goodies for you. Tech goodies, as always. You, know, you might save you some money on Christmas gifts. Oh, well, yeah, but the stuff we have, you don't want to get and give away. You want to get and keep and use. That's true. So uh, participate on the show and let us give you a Christmas gift. There you go. That's what it's all about. And we'll do just that. It's our 27th year covering consumer tech. And of course, as always, we remind you of some very important things right out of the box. Uh, We try to remember to do that anyway, each and every week. Like, for example, checking your spam filter. Because you never know, you might have an email from Santa or something. Yeah. Or pretty much the same thing as Santa would be our prize closet. Yeah. So check and make sure that any emails in your spam filter are in fact spam. Check carefully and then delete all that nonsense. But check it every so often because you never know. Yeah. You also want to back up your important data because that data may include your list for Santa. That's also true. And you want it backed up. I always put it in my calendar. And then sometimes there's trouble syncing between my desktop and my phone. And, I th- and I'm and i thinking, wait, who did I order this for? It came in, but there's no note. Oh, it's only on one device or the other, and they didn't sync. Technology, go figure. So make sure. And I mark, by the way, on December 25th, Christmas Day, and I have my list. Don't you ever look at my calendar because you'll ruin surprises. But I have Christmas Day, my gift list. And... As I order stuff, I put it down and for whom, and as it comes in, I put a check mark, and it's the only way I can keep organized. So you don't have the problem that I told you about before the show that I had where I got home with a, a bag full of stuff that I yeah. bought this past weekend. I'm thinking, <laughs> okay, I have no idea who I bought these things for. I mean, yeah. only a couple of things, but I'm like, okay, wh- who but, did I get it for? But <laughs> since you shared a couple of those things with me, apparently you're not giving them to me. Yeah, no. So, well, because I haven't bought you anything. It, Oh, well, yet. yet. Okay, good. Yeah, Because you're the hardest person to shop for. Because Why? You know, what do you get the gadget guy that's got everything and, you know. Um, another gadget? <laughs> yeah. I can get you a tie. No. I, I don't, don't wear, worn, I don't I don't wear, wear a tie in 15 years. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I wore one earlier this year for something. I think it was somebody's funeral or something. Oh, <laughs> this week, Elon Musk went on a tear against Apple, one of Twitter's top advertisers, after he said the company threatened to block the social network from its app store without explanation. 
and mostly had stopped advertising on Twitter. Apple was consistently one of the top advertisers on that anti-social network, which had an entire team of employees dedicated to helping maintain the Twitter relationship. That, according to many people familiar with the matter, the ad spending was well above $100 million annually, according to one of them. So interesting. And, of course, the news follows much more subtle signs of mounting tension between Apple and Musk-owned Twitter. Musk has criticized Apple's App Store fee for in-app purchases, dubbing it a hidden 30% tax on the Internet. And Apple App Store boss Phil Schiller deleted his Twitter account following Musk's takeover right after he put Donald Trump's account back on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but there was another celebrity uh, or, or a celebrity from yesterday, I guess, that deleted her Twitter, but then came back to it. And this was, I think, the same one that said that she got rid of her Tesla for, because of some reason and traded in for a Volkswagen. And, yeah. And all Elon says, well, you know, I hate to tell you who founded Volkswagen. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and that the same person who also said if Trump's elected, she's moving to Canada, along yeah. with a couple of dozen other air quote celebrities who yeah. none of them have moved. So put your money where your mouth is or just shut up. Yeah, that's an option. Researchers have developed an alternative positioning system that is more robust and accurate than GPS, especially in urban settings. The working prototype that demonstrated this new mobile network infrastructure achieved an accuracy of 10 centimeters. The new technology is important for the implementation of a wide range of advanced location-based applications, including autonomous vehicles, quantum communication, and next-generation mobile communication systems. Whoa. And this is happening now. Yeah. I mean, it kind of reminds me of before GPS coordinates are, were allowed to be as precise as they are now. Yeah. Before, before uh, I think it was Clinton that signed that in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'd be have an early GPS unit. We'd be driving down I-95, and it would show us in a lake that was like two blocks away. Right. Oh, I remember many times driving on the Florida Turnpike, and I was in the canal alongside the Turnpike. And it's like, well, that's not very accurate, is it? But that all got fixed. But this is even more accurate, yeah, though. Down, within, down to 10 centimeters. That's pretty darn close. Yeah. Holy moly. And speaking of billionaires, as I was in my last story, Jack Ma. You maybe recall who that is. He's the billionaire founder of Alibaba, kind of the Amazon of China. Well, you might also recall that he disappeared from public view in 2020 after a run-in with the Chinese authorities. Turns out he's been living in Tokyo the past six months, at least because he has surfaced there in Tokyo. And he's been traveling between Tokyo and Israel. I think he even made a trip to the U.S. at some point, but not back to China, because the government there doesn't like him anymore. I hope he also got most of his money out of China. If not, they already have that. Yeah, probably not. (laughs) Yeah. Christy Noem, speaking of China, the governor of South Dakota has signed an executive order prohibiting government employees, agencies, and contractors from downloading and using TikTok on state-owned devices. Good. In her office's announcement, Noem said that she issued the order due to growing security concerns that the Chinese Communist Party has been using the social media app to gather information from American users and leveraging it to manipulate them. Of course they have. Yeah, the order is already in effect and also prohibits government personnel from visiting the TikTok website on browsers. Yep. Good. And now the whole country should be doing that. Yeah. I mean, the Department of Defense has been very concerned. The State Department has been very concerned. Well, what are they doing about it? So they ought to take some good input from this governor and get the job done. Yeah. NASA took a small step. See what I did there? Toward the second moon landing. 
And the uncrewed Orion spacecraft did a flyby of the moon, traveling at an 81-mile distance from the lunar surface back on day five of the Artemis One mission. The space agency is using this mission to lay the groundwork for humans to return to the moon as soon as 2025. But until then, us Earthlings can enjoy Orion's selfies with our planet in the background that it continues to take. Very nice. Yeah, quite. According to Reuters, Tesla is working on a redesign of the Model 3, codenamed uh, Highland. The company's goal is reportedly to reduce the complexity and number of components required to produce the sedan. The redesign could include changes to the car's exterior and powertrain performance. The project is also said to build on the revamp of the 2021 Model S. However, it's unknown if the redesigned Model 3 will feature the controversial steering yoke found in its more expensive sibling. <laughs> exactly. I think that's the least they should do with all the problems they had with it. And some people are saying, well, come on, give us a little something extra to have us look at it again or f fix it. I think I'd like to have a steering yoke. I kind of feel like I'm driving the Batmobile. There you go. But then you'd always have to wear the cape and it would be odd. Well, sometimes I go out and wear a cape anyway. Oh, God. Does it get tangled up in the... In the uh, uh, Seatbelt? Yeah. Oh, okay. By the way, if you've not seen my Facebook or Instagram posts lately, on all the anti-social media, I'm the same name, just at Dave Graveline, uh, please check it out and you'll see who's trying to steal my car out of the driveway this holiday season. Terrible thing. Oh, Intel got hit with yet another big slap on the wrist. A Texas jury ordered Intel to pay $948.8 million. Why didn't they just round it up to a billion? Yeah. Uh, in a VLSI computer chip patent trial. Oops. So, terrible thing, Intel. They ain't doing so well the last few years. No. And there's another prime example. What do you think? Let us know. Give us your opinions about anything involving tech news, some tech rage, help for another listener, or if you have a question about anything involving consumer tech. When we hear you on the air, you automatically win goodies. And Chris is going to tell you what those goodies are coming up. Stay tuned as Into Tomorrow continues. How would you like to win a free on-hold message for your business? It's a $195 value and Advanced Productions is giving three of them away. Sounds cool, right? And there's no purchase necessary. Just visit onholdaudio.net for details. As part of our commitment to celebrating the holiday season with fellow small businesses across the U.S., On Hold Audio by Advanced Productions is getting into the spirit of sharing. And we're giving away three custom On Hold messages this December. Each custom On Hold production will include everything you need to keep your callers engaged while they wait on hold. It's easy to enter. Just visit onholdaudio.net. Give your business the best gift this holiday. Tap into this free On Hold message giveaway. We'll announce the winners on January 3rd, 2022, but don't wait till the last minute. For details on how your business can win, visit us at onholdaudio.net. Coming to you from Santa's Workshop. Yeah, I wish. 
Hi everyone, it's Cameron. From all of us at NT Tomorrow, that you give and get lots and lots of consumer tech gifts. And I would like to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Now, back to my favorite elves, my granddad, Dave, and my dad, Chris. Aww, that's so sweet. Well, thank you, Cameron. And it didn't sound coached at all. Not, not at all. Or edited <laughs> yeah. at all. Yeah. Because well, he's so good. You know, right. He's got the Graveline gene, so he's yeah. a broadcaster. Boy, yeah. out world. Yeah, I know. Well, but he's absolutely correct. A very happy holiday and Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah and Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, to everyone tuned in. Festivus for the rest of us. There you go. We appreciate that. Welcome back Into Tomorrow. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by our podcast partner, Blueberry Podcasting. With their advanced podcast hosting plans, you also get a free WordPress site to grow your podcast. Check out blubrry.com. Stay tuned. In our next segment, we're going to be joined by Kelly Jordan. She's the Director of Career, Skills, and Performance with IBM. She's going to be telling us all about their apprenticeship program, which allows apprentices to earn a paycheck while they build skills for various strategic roles. Not bad. Of course, 100 years ago when I was an intern or an apprentice and so forth in broadcasting, you weren't even paid. But you did it for the love of the business. Yeah, well, now interns have to get paid. Yeah. For the love of the business. Yeah. Yeah. Who has time for breakfast? Well, you do, of course, even though I use, I usually skip it, sorry. With a little prep, you can make sure you start your day off right with a healthy meal. With this week's Into Tomorrow Wellness Tip, brought to you by our friends from Human Touch, here's Victoria Ladock. Thanks, Dave. Research shows that breakfast can be the most important meal of the day. But how can we make it easier to get a good breakfast every day? By investing in a little planning, you can gain the big benefits of breakfast. Add breakfast items to your shopping list so your kitchen is well stocked. Each evening, set the table for breakfast and put out non-perishables such as cereal, oatmeal, and whole grain bread, peanut butter, and fruit. Store milk, yogurt, hard-cooked eggs, and other perishable breakfast foods in the front of the fridge so they're quick to grab. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Victoria Ladock. Back to you, Dave. You know, she always has some amazing tips. Yeah, but I'm on top of it because I already have all my food quick and ready to grab. <laughs> in the front of the fridge. Yes. Because there's nothing behind it. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. The Into Tomorrow Wellness Tip is brought to you every week by Human Touch for wellness every day. Visit them at humantouch.com and rejuvenate your mind and body. Joe in Longview, Texas, welcome Into Tomorrow. Is there a way to record a Facebook Messenger video and audio on an Apple computer or on an iPad. I can record the video, but the audio doesn't want to work. It's a weird thing. Anyway, we're wanting to do an interview with our missionary over in the Philippines. So it would have to be something that he could use on his Android phone to be able to talk to me. Well, Joe, you'll need a program, of course, that takes your audio from an input and redirects it to your recording software. There are many, many of those available. Some of them have been around for a very long time as well. For example, Rogue Omeba's Audio Hijack. 
is probably closing in on at least 15 years old by now. It may even be older than that. Now, the problem you'll face there is that those programs are typically not free. For example, Audio Hijack's license is $67, not terribly expensive, and it does a pretty good job. Yeah, now, if this is a one-off remote interview, an easier path for you may just be to set up a Zoom account. It'll be available both on your Mac and on his Android phone, and you'll be able to do a screen recording by just clicking on the record button and download an audio file of the interview after you're done. Now, if you're expecting to go over 45 minutes, you'll either have to restart the call and splice the files together or pay $15 for a one month of premium access. In either case, you'll pay less than you would for a license for audio capture software. Yeah, and it may not be the best, but it certainly is the cheapest because it's free if you just do it in the way that Chris recommended. So that might work well for you in the long run. You could even do video if you want and at least archive that and that sort of thing. Let us know what works for you or if we can answer any further question about it and we'll dig a little deeper for you. Rick in St. Cloud, Minnesota sent the following email. Remember to win prizes. We got to hear you on the show. It's all about audio. So next time, Rick, consider calling in, right? Yeah, Rick says, can you please suggest a good radio for countertop listening? I'm looking for something simple to use, small in size, and with excellent reception. Mm. When I search online, all I find is alarm clock radios or boom boxes. I just want a simple AM, FM radio with excellent reception and good sound that doesn't take up much space. Thank you. Well, you're welcome, Rick. You're going to find that most of the countertop radios available these days are marketed towards an older audience. And they'll mostly look about the same as a radio you might have bought some 30 years ago, let's say. Sanjean, for example, makes lots of them. Most of them with physical dials rather than digital tuning. And every year, they've provided several for giveaway during our summer giveaway. Of course, they're all gone now. We don't have any of those left in the prize closet. Yeah, now if you want a digital version, you can look at a Sanjean PRD19BK. Uh, for a more traditional look, you can look at the Sanjean WR16. Uh, I believe that's the one we had for uh, the giveaway. Oh, yeah. Now, they're all roughly the same when it comes to reception. They just come with a long FM antenna and a detachable square AM antenna. Now, C. Crane still sells plenty of AM-FM radios, but mostly solar ones with emergency weather channels. Radio is very much on the decline, sorry to say, but hey, why do you think we're doing podcasts consistently and regularly now? If you ask anyone under 60 if they own a radio, the answer will almost certainly be no. And many opt for podcasts like ours, services like Spotify, Apple Music, and live streaming using smart speakers and other devices. Yeah, in fact, the only radio uh, I think I have in my house is uh, it's an old Edison replica that I got from your mom when she passed away. She, oh, wow. that she had left to me. So you so, and it's just there because yeah, it came it's, from it's, grandma. It's an heirloom, and yeah, yeah. Other than that, I don't have any radios in my house. Wow. Um, and the market for traditional physical radios is shrinking every day, so your options won't be as extensive as they would have been a few years ago. But they're probably the best they'll ever be again. Yeah. So Rick, uh, if you need our input, look at the show notes at intotomorrow.com where we list everything we talked about and let us know what you end up doing. I'm sure it'll help others as well. All the way, intotomorrow.com. Sending voice messages instead of typing can save you a lot of time. But listening through those five or ten minute monologues from your friends is time consuming and often just not possible. Imagine being in a meeting, lecture, or any loud and crowded environment. Textify is an app for iPhone that converts those annoying voice messages into easily readable text at the touch of a button. 
Get Textify now from the App Store. I can't let diabetes get in my way. So here's what I do. I wear the Dexcom G6. It continuously sends my glucose numbers to my phone. And the arrow shows me where I'm headed and how fast, without finger sticks or scanning, making it much easier to keep my glucose in range. The more time I spend in range, the better I feel, and the more I can cross off my list. Don't let diabetes get in your way. Check out Dexcom.com slash in range. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G6 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you want a company that's there when you need them, who actually picks up the phone when you call. That's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or visit Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Welcome back into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. During our 27th year covering the latest in cool consumer tech, including all sorts of things like products and services, gadgets and gizmos, websites and apps, everything having to do with tech. We do it each and every week right here. So we hope that you tune in. We also hope that you call in and participate because you make the show. Your questions, your comments, your tech rage, your help for other listeners, whatever the case, you make the broadcast each and every week. And your calls really are helpful. And there are many ways to participate. One of our favorites, because you sound like you're right here in the studio with us, is when you use the free Into Tomorrow app. So just search your favorite app store, those two words, Into Tomorrow, and mash that button that says Message the Studio. And you can do that anytime, 24-7. Over the past couple of years, the workplace has seen some drastic changes to accommodate for working from home. And that's probably an understatement. Well, IBM established their apprenticeship program, which allows apprentices to earn a paycheck while they build skills for various strategic roles. We're delighted to have with us the Director for Career, Skills, and Performance with IBM, Kelly Jordan. Kelly, welcome into tomorrow. How are you? I'm doing well, Dave. How are you? Doing fine and delighted to have you with us. Uh, first of all, tell me about apprenticeship. What is it and how is it beginning to, to work where IBM is putting all this together to help so many? Absolutely. Apprenticeship has actually been around for hundreds of years, but it was really traditionally in the trades, not in the technology industry. But every company is becoming a tech company these days. And so IBM, among many others, is having to compete more and more for talent. And that's where apprenticeship comes in. It's a new pathway into a company for people who maybe don't have the traditional four-year degree. Mm. You mentioned earn while you learn, and that's exactly what it is. It's an opportunity to come in, earn a paycheck, and build skills in a role in software engineering, design, cybersecurity. It's for people who maybe don't have a college degree or people who've maybe been interested in transitioning to a new career, taking that mid-career break. In the world that we're in now, more and more, so many people lost their jobs as a result of the pandemic and yeah. were facing that bit of a paper ceiling where they couldn't progress because they didn't have a degree. And that's a great use case for apprenticeship. And I would imagine that apprenticeships really also help address the labor shortage because we keep hearing so much about that as a major issue for many businesses. 
Absolutely. Everybody's competing for the same talent these days. And when you're confining that search to people with just a traditional degree, you're limiting your pool. Only 62% of Americans 25 years of age or older do not have a bachelor's degree. And so by requiring that four-year degree, you're automatically ruling out a bunch of candidates that may actually have the skills for your job. So by focusing on skills and removing that traditional degree requirement, any company is automatically going to increase their labor pool. And I would imagine that that's not only very encouraging for a lot of people listening, but by the same token, they're probably also still thinking, okay, then what type of skills do I need to apply to the apprenticeship program, for example? Well, the entire point of apprenticeship is that we're going to teach you some of those skills. But when you're thinking about applying for apprenticeship, what we're actually looking for are the types of skills that will translate well while you're in the program, as well as beyond the program. Things like curiosity, a growth mindset, adaptability, collaboration, and teamwork. We're going to teach you data science, analytics, cybersecurity. Um, so if you're coming in with those types of soft skills that you've learned in other jobs, whether it's been in retail or in firefighting or as a barista, and yes, those are the types of jobs some of our apprentices have had before they started the program. Oh, cool. That's the type of skill that we're looking for. Excellent. And no doubt that you folks at IBM thought it was important to start such a program. What has been the result of it so far? We have always been a company that has prized skills and learning. And so this has really been consistent with our approach to finding talent, but more so because of the labor market that we're operating in, this really became a business imperative for us. We needed to find people that had these skills and we needed to find them in a different way. So thinking about removing that degree requirement has automatically helped us to open up our candidate pool. We used to require degrees on about 80% of our jobs in the US. Now that's down to 50%. Um, and with our program, we've actually brought in almost a thousand apprentices since we launched five years ago. And of those participants, 90% of them have converted to full-time jobs with IBM. Oh my gosh. Excellent. And that's just with IBM. Of course, they're obviously exactly. getting jobs with other companies as well and being just as successful uh, because so many people realize, yeah, I don't have to have the degree. And there's been a lot of folks that talk about the fact that, no, of course not. Whether you can't afford it, whether or not you think you might get reimbursed, good luck with that. I mean, any number of things, uh, you know, have, have become a problem for a lot of people to worry about trying to get a degree thinking that's the only way to get ahead. Oh, contraire. <laughs> exactly. That's the benefit of apprenticeship. You're going to build those skills and you're not going to go into debt doing it. Yeah. And you guys have been doing this for five years already. We have. We launched it uh, five years ago this October, and it's great timing since November is when we recognize National Apprenticeship Week. Um, and there's over 800,000 apprentices across the U.S. every year. So this is really the start of a movement. And it's exciting to see more companies really thinking differently about how to bring candidates into their to their companies. Oh, for sure. And you're doing that. And I like how we've over the years referred to white collar jobs or blue collar jobs. Uh, part of what you talk about is your approach with IBM to new collar initiatives. Exactly, exactly. That concept that you don't necessarily need a degree, you just need skill. Yeah, 
Exactly. And you're, sho- you're showing that and proving it on a regular basis. Do you have any actual examples? I know you shared with us some uh, skills, including baristas and firefighters and whatever, but some actual examples of, of IBM apprenticeships, especially what are the more popular ones? So we've got apprenticeships across 25 different roles, uh, software development, data science, cybersecurity. Um, One of my favorite stories of a current apprentice in our program now is actually Jordan Bond's story. He was working as an accountant at a car dealership and lost his job when COVID hit. He took his first stimulus check and he bought himself a laptop and signed up for some online Python and data science courses. And it was really what helped him land an apprenticeship to become a data scientist at IBM. Wow. What a smart guy, especially taking that investment to buy a laptop and say, I know I can do better and I can do something different and then launched his career that way. Yep. That's terrific. Where can listeners go for more info, do you think? ibm.biz slash U.S. Apprenticeship, and you can read more about the program and you can see all of the open apprenticeship roles that we're hiring for. And we hire year-round. Oh, terrific. Kelly Jordan, Director, Career, Skills, and Performance with IBM. Thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us. By all means, keep up the good work. You're no doubt helping a lot of people. There is hope, and there are many jobs available, so let's take advantage of them. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Again, you want to visit ibm.biz slash U.S. Apprenticeship. We'll get you there, too. Just visit us at intotomorrow.com, and you'll have a link to Kelly's site and see what she and her team are doing on this regular basis, because, yes, they can help you as well with an IBM apprenticeship. I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned. Much more to come as Into Tomorrow continues right here on the Advanced Media Network. In today's connected world, high-speed internet is a necessity. Luckily, where you live no longer means missing out on a fast connection. Do what we did and get HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. HughesNet Gen 5 delivers the speed you need where you live. Own a business? HughesNet has plans for you, too. Text RADIO to 35000 for offers in your area. That's RADIO to 35000. HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live and work. Stream Guys Streaming Media Services is proud to sponsor Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. Delivering audio and video to the web since 2000, Stream Guys is the affordable, reliable, and scalable choice for today's demanding media delivery needs. Stream to iPhones, mobile devices, and PCs all from the same platform. Stream in Windows Media, QuickTime, and the ubiquitous Flash using our full-featured, low-cost Wiles of Flash servers. Increase your ROI with our subscription system and pre-roll ad services and turn your content into cash. Stream Guys, offering professional streaming media services for the smartest businesses on the internet. Learn more at www.streamguys.com. Sending voice messages instead of typing can save you a lot of time. But listening through those five or ten minute monologues from your friends is time consuming and often just not possible. Imagine being in a meeting, lecture, or any loud and crowded environment. Textify is an app for iPhone that converts those annoying voice messages into easily readable text at the touch of a button. Get Textify now from the App Store. Control room, I'm Erasmo with today's Into Tomorrow Italian lesson. Repeat after me. Buon Natale e felice anno nuovo. And now, back to Dave. Buon Natale and felice anno nuovo. I think we did it. I hope. I don't know. 
Did we do okay, Rossmo, on that one? I don't know. His, his English is a heck of a lot better than our Italian. Oh, boy, that's for sure. <laughs> Although I know a lot of Italian. Macaroni, spaghetti. Ragu. Prego. Prego. <laughs> but that's about it. But Rossmo is right. And we all wish all of you the happiest of the holiday season and a great new year. I know it's coming up already. This is the December 2nd show. We have less than a month before it's the new year. Got to get used to writing 2023 on everything. Yeah. But see, now you got me thinking of all my favorite Italian words, like cannoli. and whatever. Why are all of our <laughs> favorite Italian words always food? Because it's Italian. <laughs> oh, yeah. When you ask people, what's your favorite foods? Everybody invariably says Italian. Yeah. Not always the first. You know, I asked a friend of mine the other day, yeah, let's go grab a bite to eat. What do you like? Uh, Mexican, Italian. You know, it was there's Italian in there always. Everybody. Who doesn't love Italian? If you don't love Italian, you should be shot. Oh, oh, that's kind of harsh. I know. Uh, Speaking of fun things in the holidays, how about a call from North Pole, Alaska? It's not Santa. It's Sterling. Hey, Sterling, welcome into tomorrow. I have hearing aids and I have an iPhone. And the hearing aids are Bluetooth with the iPhone. I'm interested in getting an Apple Watch. All I'm trying to find out is if I get the watch... It's Bluetooth to the phone, apparently. Does that cancel out the hearing aids? Or will they all work together and I can use the watch as the microphone for the call coming in that will go from the phone to the hearing aids? Well, Sterling, first of all, why on earth would you want an Apple Watch? Just spending a... You're smart, but you're spending a fortune to have that little piece of fruit with a bite taken out of it. That's absurd. But we're going to answer the question because it's a good question anyway. iPhone, of course, can connect to multiple Bluetooth devices at once. So can Android. And the watch won't connect as an audio device. So it won't try to hijack your hearing aids connection. Hopefully, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, and you almost uh, certainly won't be able to split the audio and use the watch as a microphone and your hearing aids to hear the audio. Phones tend not to have that level of granularity when it comes to input and output devices. So you'll likely have to continue to use your phone as you do now. Yeah, so not a problem, but shouldn't be an issue with your Apple Watch or your Android Watch, a Galaxy Watch, or anything like that. Apple Watch. <laughs> okay. I mean, hey, I want an Apple Watch. I just want my money more. Yeah, (laughs) which is why I don't have one. There you go. (laughs) And you're quite happy with my hand-me-down Android watch, are you not? Well, you wouldn't say quite happy. It doesn't do everything. Content. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Jump aboard the time machine. You got mail. Jumping. Time to head into yesterday. Yesterday. This week in tech history. History, 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 history. Here's Chris. This week, back in 1882, the Bijou Theater opened in Boston, Massachusetts and became the first theater to be lighted by electricity, which Thomas Edison himself installed and supervised. Wow. In 1951, this week, the first push-button controlled garage opened in Washington, D.C. A single attendant without entering a car could automatically park or return an auto to or from the parkomat in less than a minute. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. In 1958, this week, phone calls without the need for an operator were inaugurated in the United Kingdom by Queen Elizabeth II when she spoke to the Lord Provost in a call from Bristol to Edinburgh. In 1960, Sperry Rand Corporation of St. Paul, Minnesota, unveiled a new computer known as Univac 1107. The electronic wizard employed what was known as thin film memory. This massive computer tipped the scales at about 5,200 pounds. Yikes. Yikes. 
1967 this week, the French prototype Concorde No. 1 was rolled out in Toulouse, France. The joint British-French venture in the world's first supersonic airliner took two more years of testing and fine-tuning the powerful engines before it made its maiden flight. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. And this week in 1968, Douglas Engelbart gave what became known as the mother of all demos, publicly debuting the computer mouse, hypertext, and the bitmapped graphical user interface. That's our look back at this week in tech history. Is that that's history? that's a mouthful. It was. Holy moly. Let's go to Hadesburg, Mississippi. Cameron spelled with a C, unlike our Cameron here that's spelled with a K. Just thought I'd straighten that out for you. I was wondering what you would recommend for the best wireless charger device. Oh, good question, Cameron. The, the best charger, of course, will depend on what phone you have. I'm assuming you're talking about your phone. A small consideration will be MagSafe. If you have an iPhone, MagSafe chargers can hold the iPhone in place, which means that you'll find some chargers that will put the phone at eye level, perhaps, or hold it tighter, but allow you to reposition the phone, turning it vertically, horizontally, that kind of thing. It's not a huge advantage. It's just an option. If you're interested in MagSafe, and again, your phone is an iPhone 12 or newer, then you can obviously look at Apple's own chargers. But there are also plenty of other options. For example, Anchor sells a two-in-one charger for an iPhone and an Apple Watch for about 40 bucks. Yeah, the main thing that will determine which charger is best for you is the power of the charger and the power that your phone can take advantage of. The power of yeah. the charger! Oh, not that kind of thing? Uh, no. Oh, sorry. Uh, now, the, for example, if your phone can use can use it, a 20-watt charger will charge your phone faster than a 10-watt charger. Go figure. Now, the difference in prices based on wattage will be less than the difference in price based on brands. For example, a 10-watt Belkin charger is going for around $35 right now, as are Apple's own MagSafe chargers online, while a generic 2-pack from Utech is selling for 25 and a generic 20-watt charger is selling for 14 So, see, you can save a lot of money, but again, you're getting these side-door kinds of things so if they don't work very long you know after several months it's not because we didn't tell you the technology behind all of the chargers is pretty standard so you can go with that cheaper option and it will work but it may not deliver the power it's supposed to deliver or as i mentioned it may not come with a power adapter or a long lasting life or may come with one rated for less power so paying a little extra for a brand name may actually help you out in this case. So Cameron, let us know. I hope our input was helpful to you. We're anxious to know what you ended up going with. And when you're like Cameron and others that participate by being heard on the show, you win fabulous prizes. No promises, no guarantees. There's the legal stuff out of the way. But mention one or two of the following items. When you do call in, we'll tell you how to call. Very cool, three easy ways at your leisure uh, because you'll win some goodies. So, such as? We've got from Hampton Products, a smart security light with camera. WeBoost has provided another drive sleek cell phone signal booster. From Blue Jour, we've still got several of those mini cube PCs. And brand new this week, fresh out of the prize closet from Creative. We've got a few of their Muvo Go portable waterproof Bluetooth speakers. I happen to be holding one in my hand. See, look, if you're driving, don't look. Uh, very cool looking, though, too. Really neat and great sounding Bluetooth waterproof speakers yeah portable speakers really cool so mention any of those join us 800-899 into that's 800-899-4686 better yet use the free into tomorrow app i hope you would download and get that 
give us five stars and tell us what you think. That'd be nice. Or the Ask Dave microphone button at intotomorrow.com. How would you like to feel your best every day? For over 40 years, Human Touch has designed high-performance massage chairs, ergonomic zero-gravity recliners, and targeted massage products that not only rejuvenate the mind and body, but have helped owners perform, sleep, and live better. Sitting in a Human Touch massage chair is the perfect way to unwind, relieve pain, or recover from a hard workout. And it's all from the comfort of your own home 24-7. Anytime you need to relax sore muscles, de-stress, or even just take a moment for yourself. Human Touch works with medical practitioners, world-class athletes, and award-winning design teams to provide therapeutic benefits daily, but also offer an aesthetic appeal that captivates the eye and enhances any space. Ready to learn more? Visit humantouch.com. Human Touch. Your best every day. For over 40 years, On Hold Audio by Advanced Productions has been providing quality, affordable On Hold messages to businesses around the world. And now we're giving them away. As part of our commitment to celebrating the holiday season with fellow small businesses across the U.S., we're giving away free On Hold messages to three lucky businesses this December. Each custom On Hold production will include everything you need to keep your callers engaged while they wait on hold. For details on how your business can win, visit us at onholdaudio.net. John from Bridgewater. I wanted to call and say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to my family, friends, and my Into Tomorrow family. May God continue to bless us all. As far as gifts, I'd love a new job. Anyway, thank you to all of you as we close out the 26th year of Into Tomorrow. Year 27 will be even better than ever, and I look forward to going Into Tomorrow with you all. Well, thank you, sir. Can you tell that was last year? Because we're going into year 28. John's a little behind the times. Well, that's true. I think he even got the job he was looking for. So good on him. See, we're, we're remembering Christmas's past. Okay. Yeah. We are. Yes, we are. Yeah. Game designer and clinical psychologist Kelly Dunlap believes in the value of gaming for mental health and encourages players to pick games that fuel their engagement and happiness. The Sims and Pokemon Go are among the games she recommends for stress reduction and family bonding. Now, did you note the first thing I mentioned here as to what she is, including being a clinical psychologist? She's a game designer. Of course she is. (laughs) So take that for what it's worth, yeah? Uh That might be something to consider. Yeah, that'd be kind of like saying a new survey by Apple shows that most people prefer the Apple Watch. Yeah, (laughs) yes, exactly. So I don't know. I thought that was kind of funny in case people weren't paying attention to the fact that She's also a game designer. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by StreamGuys, streaming media solutions for the smartest businesses on the Internet. Visit StreamGuys.com. If you've ever twisted or sprained your ankle, ouch, you know that recovery can be slow and painful. A smart shoe helps you heal faster and safely. With this week's Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute, here's Alfred Poor. Thanks, Dave. Did you know that a broken bone heals faster than damage to your ligaments? Ligaments are the tissues that connect your bones to each other, and they have little blood supply, so they can take a long time to heal. 
Traditional treatments rely on casts and braces to hold the parts in place and avoid putting any additional strain on the damaged tissues. But too much stiffness can limit motion, slowing recovery and even raising the risk of injuring other parts of the body that may compensate for the limited movement. Researchers at Arizona State University have created a smart shoe that actually adjusts its level of support based on the wearer's activity. Driven by machine learning, the shoe can identify situations that might lead to re-injury and can automatically increase the level of ankle support in real time. This approach allows the patient to walk normally without support and only have the movement restricted when moving in ways that could make matters worse without the support. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Alfred Poor. Back to you, Dave. Well, thank you, Alfred. Always a wealth of health tech information. Jamie in Tampa, Florida, did not provide their email address, so we can't send them a prize closet email. So if you want to win stuff, being heard is the first requirement. That's happening. But we got to know how to reach you, too. So, yeah, Jamie, welcome into tomorrow. When it comes to cord cutting, we have not cut the cord, but I know friends that have, and they tell me, ask me the same thing. Why are these true insurances getting to be so gosh darn expensive? Many have reported to me that they're considering just going back to cable because they don't get good antenna reception. So what advice would you have for those of us who want to go back to cable? Don't do it. Don't do it. Especially if your cable company is Comcast. But I, I hear your question, though, Jamie, and it's a very good one, because streaming services are getting expensive because they're run by the same terrible companies, led by the same terrible people as cable. And they like to squeeze the most money out of all of us that they can. Now, as for advice for those who want to go back to cable, my gosh, why would you want to do that? There's not much advice to give. There's still largely a monopoly in most given areas. So see what they can offer you and try to get a good deal for the first year. Don't admit why you want to go back because then they figure, ah, we got one. Yeah, Just I'd... say, uh, we're considering the possibility, you know, we miss a couple of the channels that we used to watch on, on your service. You know, what would you do if we, if we think about joining you again? You know, make it seem like it's no big deal. You're probably not going to do it. So give me your best offer. Yeah, well, and I did something with Comcast. Uh, it was with Internet, you know, a few years ago. But I can imagine it would work the same with, with cable, uh, where I called because my Internet cost was too high every month. And I wanted to lower it. And they had a, an introductory rate for, for new customers. I said, well... I know I'm not a new customer, but will you offer that rate for me? They said no. I said, well, then I'm going to have to go with somebody else. Oh, we're sorry you feel that way. So yeah. they kind of called my bluff. So I packed up my Comcast modem, and Comcast is the only internet I have in my neighborhood. I can't yeah. get anything else. You don't have a choice. Right. So I figured there's no way they're going to call my bluff again. At least I hope they wouldn't. So I took the, the, the modem into the Comcast office, and I said, okay, I'm here to turn in my modem. Oh, why would you want to do that? Yeah. Well, because I, I couldn't afford it anymore, and I tried to get this introductory rate, and they said they wouldn't give it to me. If you'd like to give me that rate, I will gladly keep it. Okay, sir, well, I think we can give you that rate. And yeah. while you're here, we, let's upgrade your modem to the newest, latest oh, one. <laughs> whoa. So you won not once, but twice yes. in that deal. So you can try that even with your cable. If, even if it takes taking your cable box and showing up at their door to turn it in because you can't afford their service anymore. That's true. And they may still try to gouge you. Yeah, with services like Hulu with live TV and YouTube TV or just regular cable over the internet at regular cable prices. So remember, you can consider those as well. Um, overall, cable is still cable. Their customer service is next 
to non-existent, their prices are expensive, and they'll squeeze as many commercials as they can into a show. It's not a good experience, but streaming is trending worse as well. So do whatever makes the most sense to you right now and be ready to jump ship again in a year or two. Yeah, because quite frankly, because of the internet, streaming is where it's going ultimately for everything. And there's no getting around that because people are cutting the cable to so uh, such a huge degree anyway that cable companies aren't supporting their infrastructure. They're not re-cabling your community. They're not putting in fiber unless you're going to pay a fortune for it and that kind of thing. So what you need is fast internet. Keeping in mind for streaming, 10 meg is more than enough for most streaming, unless you've got like 18 people in the house and everybody's streaming at the same time, in which case you're going to need more. You know, speed-wise, more is always better. I've got a gig at my house and hardly ever use a gig. But the fact is, we have it, and it's available. So if you can afford it, get a gig or get 500 meg or get whatever you can. But keep in mind, cable in and of itself as we know it, cable TV, is going away. No question about it. It might be five, six, seven years totally before it's all gone. But ultimately, it's going away. And over the air for your local channels is still the best way to go. You were going to say something. I don't remember what I was going to say now. Well, why not? Because I'm Chris. (laughs) According to a recent filing with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, Samsung may be developing a self-repair assistant to help users repair, maintain, and even install devices. The self-repair devices listed in the application include Samsung smartwatches, computers, and, of course, their smartphones. Can you now, imagine? Now, if you tell me they're patenting a self-repairing phone, then I'd be impressed. Well, <laughs> it's, it's a self-repair assistant. But I want a phone that'll fix itself. Well, that's probably not <laughs> any time in the near future. It's not necessarily into tomorrow. It's into into tomorrow might be into next week or right (laughs) into next year possibly something along those lines maybe maybe uh motional the autonomous vehicle joint venture between hyundai and aptiv is bringing its robo taxis to los angeles where they'll be available to hail through the lyft app the service is comprised of motional's fleet of hyundai ionic 5 electric vehicles which will be fully autonomous at the time of launch and not require a human safety driver behind the wheel oh so not only no driver no human safety driver standing by yeah so oh, boy. But, but the company would not say exactly when the service will go live though ah oh, gee good luck let us know if you've used or are using one of those it'd be kind of fun to have a call from a uh, driverless taxi and just describe what's going on and how safe you feel. That'd be cool. Yeah. Let us know at intotomorrow.com. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, use our free Into Tomorrow app, available in your app store, or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. I can't let diabetes get in my way. So here's what I do. I wear the Dexcom G6.
It continuously sends my glucose numbers to my phone, and the arrow shows me where I'm headed and how fast, without finger sticks or scanning, making it much easier to keep my glucose in range. The more time I spend in range, the better I feel, and the more I can cross off my list. Don't let diabetes get in your way. Check out Dexcom.com slash inrange. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G6 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.